Welcome to Musicians Maintenance, the podcast for musicians who care enough about their craft to make sure their body never limits their potential. For the full Musicians Maintenance experience, sign up for the email newsletter for the tips, tools, and resources that will help you take care of your body at least as well as you take care of your instrument. Simply head over to musiciansmaintenance.com to join. That's musiciansmaintenance.com. Hello and welcome to Musicians Maintenance, where today we're going to talk a little bit about hanging for shoulder and upper body health for musicians. So this past week, I sent out the newsletter with several resources for getting going with hanging and why you might want to do that. But I think that this is going to be somewhat of a controversial uh, group of recommendations because musicians are typically told not to do activities that require a lot of gripping for their hands, given how much you all use your finger and wrists to play your instrument. Uh, The thought being that you don't want to overuse those muscles. However, uh, I think that there are some good reasons to consider hanging as a part of your program, and that there are ways that you can do it and make it safe. So what I wanted to talk about today just because it's not out there, I can't, there's not a resource for, for hanging specifically for musicians, is to talk about why you might want to consider hanging, and what it does for you, and why it's a good addition to a musician's health program, why I think you can make it safe, and tips to keep it safe. So let's get into it. So number one, why hanging in general? And when I start thinking about the body and what we can do to keep it healthy, Uh, One lens that I think is uh, a useful and interesting one to look through is what did that body area evolve to do? So if we think about musicians where most of the issues that come up are in the neck, shoulder, wrist, finger areas, uh, what were those areas made to do? And if you look way, way, way back, it turns out that all of those were evolved for hanging and brachiating or swinging through trees. Uh, It turns out that we are we are apes, uh, relatives to, to apes, um, and all apes swing from their arms or brachiate in some ways. So that's a foundational way that we would get from point A to point B. We've evolved to be much better at walking and running and come out of the trees long, long, long ago. But the fact is that anatomically, uh, our shoulders share a lot of the same characteristics as other great apes that that do still swing. So uh, that is there in our history. And that that means to me that hanging is a fundamental human movement. It's no longer done regularly, um, but uh, especially in in our day-to-day life today, uh, but I think that modern living has accelerated kind of changes in what we do, uh, and evolution has not caught up to us. So many stop doing it or don't use it. So if you, if you think about it, you might want to match the needs of the body to the programming that you do, and you're more likely to get healthy. We're not, our shoulders weren't evolved to bench press or do pull-ups or to play music. We can. That's not why we were, they were developed. We're really adaptable, and we can do some really interesting things. Um, but you can also get situations where you have really high-level performance in those areas, but also unhealthy unhealthy hurting. So to me, prehab, a prehab program or a maintenance program is all about matching that program and exercise to the evolutionary reality of the human body. 
Lots of exercises do this. Sometimes they don't. So to me, hanging is a, is a fundamental human movement we might want to look at. So what does it do for you, and why might it be a good addition to a musician's health program other than this supposed uh, matching your evolutionary history? So number one, uh, it gives you shoulder and thoracic spine mobility. A lot, a lot, a lot of people these days are missing shoulder and thoracic spine mobility, and it comes up again and again and again and again as areas that influence neck pain, mid-back pain, shoulder pain, and even symptoms down into your arm, as well as nerve problems like carpal tunnel and thoracic outlet syndrome and things like that. Uh, If you come into my clinic and you have almost any of those symptoms, I'm going to look at your thoracic spine, I'm going to look at your shoulder mobility, and it never ceases to amaze me how pain can decrease in a remote area if you make those, uh, if you make improvements in those areas. Number two, in order to hang from your arms, you need to have a lot of shoulder and scapular or shoulder blade stability. Again, these are big areas where if you come in the clinic and you have any of those problems and I check how your shoulder blade muscles or how your rotator cuff muscles are working, very frequently we'll find that they're not working as well as we would like them to, despite the fact that you're doing a huge amount of work with uh, typically other muscles. So you get a you get a twofer. You get thoracic mobility, shoulder mobility, scapular stability, all in all in one movement. Next, you get traction pulling through the arm. And traction is kind of interesting because it does neurologically it does some some interesting things to how your muscles work. You get this reflexive improvement in muscular performance down your arm. You don't need to cue it. You don't need to say, pull this here, pull that there, do it like this. You put traction through your arm. All of those muscles just light up and start working without having to think think about it. Uh, you can, uh, all the way down into your hand as well. You can do a little test on this. If you get a partner, you have, you know, put, one of you hold out two fingers, the other one of you grab those two fingers and grab hard. And then have the other person try and pull their fingers away, and you'll find that all of a sudden you can grab harder. So they put a little bit of traction on you, and your uh, wrist and hand muscles perform better than you thought that they could. Next, it, it does load your hand and finger tendons, but it loads it in a very different way from playing. Playing, you've got you know no load on it, and you're and you're moving lots of repetitions with no load. When you're holding on to something, you just load up those tendons a little bit, and they're and they're not moving. So again, that's how those muscles were developed and evolved over hundreds of thousands of years. It's a very healthy way to load them, and it's a very different way to load them than playing. And I think that variety of movement is really important. If you're only doing one thing with a body area, uh, that tends to lead to problems. But if you give it a couple of different looks at a couple of different tasks, uh, that can be very helpful. Last, if you go hang, if you haven't done this in a while, and you just you know grab onto uh, a bar that's comfortably thick for your hands, and you don't even have to hang entirely, but just lower your body down, it feels awesome. It stretches so many different things. It feels really good. So... And that's, a, I guess, a, a less scientific reason, but feeling awesome is a nice thing to have in your program. So next, why I think it can be safe for musicians. And notice that I say it can be, not is, because nothing is inherently, no, no movement or exercise that you're going to do is inherently safe. And if it's inherently too safe, it's not going to change anything for you, uh, which means that it's not worth doing to begin with. So 
safe 100% depends on approach. Your approach makes it safe. I think that the benefits are high and that the risks can be easily mitigated through smart training. So how are you going to keep it safe? Number one, it's a, it's a mental thing. Remember the goal. The goal is not to get good at hanging or pull-ups or swinging or any, you know, any, any tricks like that. The goal is health, not performance. The goal is to become better at playing music and using these things to support that, not to get better at it uh, in and of itself. That can be tricky sometimes, especially with exercise, because exercise is so easy to quantify and it's easy to see progress in a short amount of time. So you can get stuck on, oh, I need to hang for this long or that's the next step in the progression. I really want to do that. But if you remember that the goal is not to do those things well, the goal is just to, to do them consistently at a level that's reasonable for you in order to maintain your maintain your body and you're going to push your limits in your music, that's that's going to be really helpful. Next, uh, if, if you, know, you haven't started hanging yet but something hurts, it might not be the right time to start. You might want to go get that looked at and start addressing that and then get into, the, in, into hanging. Next is to follow progression, and that's really what I tried to include in those resources in the newsletter. There's two different progressions that go from easiest to hardest, and from easiest all the way just starting to like holding on to a, a banister and leaning back, putting some traction through your arm with very little weight. But follow a progression and go through that progression really, really, really slow. So as you go through it, it should feel easy. And always keep in mind, it's really easy to do a little more tomorrow. It's much harder to fix it if you overdo it today. So it should always feel easy. And hanging is one of these things where you can do some, you know, you see people do some pretty crazy stuff and tricks and stuff uh, hanging from a bar. Uh, you can do things that feel hard, and that's, again, not going to be, that's not going to match your goal. Uh, keep it easy. doesn't matter how quickly you move along the progression. It's just a good thing to, to do consistently over time. And the next thing is, as you move through, through those progressions, uh, one way to slow yourself down is to ensure that you own one position before you move to the next. And what I mean by that is that you actually, like, you, you can't mostly do it. It's like, it's like music. You, uh, you'll see a lot of people trying to play things that are over their head, and they can never, uh, never catch up to it, even though if, if you kind of go along sloppily, you can kind of... You can kind of make it sound okay, but it's never going to sound good, good. Same deal here. So you want to own one position before moving to the next. And what I mean by that is if you can slow down your breathing in that position, then you own that position. So that's it for, for my thoughts on hanging. Uh, you've got the why why hanging, what it does for you, why I think it's a good addition to a musician's health program, why I think you can make it safe, and a couple tips to make it safe. So I'd be real curious about uh, your experiences, either having done it in the past, or if you do give it a try, uh, let me know how you feel with it. Um, you can The best way is to get a hold of me or email cody at musiciansmaintenance.com uh, or uh, the social media I'm on the most is Instagram, just at Musicians Maintenance. So let me know how it goes. Let me know if you have any questions. But otherwise, uh, and if you're not on the, the newsletter to get the, the, the resources for, for hanging, uh, you can sign up at musiciansmaintenance.com. But uh, yeah, give, give it a try. Uh, stay safe doing it. Be smart. Um, but I think you might find this to be something that's really useful in 
maintaining some areas that are really important in musicians' health. Otherwise, thank you very much. Bye now. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening to Musicians Maintenance, the podcast for musicians who care enough about their craft to make sure their body never limits their potential. If you enjoyed this and found it helpful, then please consider helping to support the podcast by recommending it to a friend or colleague or sharing it on social media. You can also leave a review on your favorite podcasting service to make it easier for other musicians to find the podcast. Also remember, for the full Musicians Maintenance experience, sign up for the email newsletter for the tips, tools, and resources that will help you take care of your body at least as well as you take care of your instrument. Simply head over to musiciansmaintenance.com to join us. That's musiciansmaintenance.com.